This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial Partners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. You can also visit us online at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page, check out our past shows, and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face virtual meeting. When we think about getting ready for retirement, a lot comes into play. Am I the right age? Do I have enough money saved? Is my retirement funds, are they robust enough? Where am I going to live? I'm sure many of you are listening right now who are close to retirement asking yourselves these very questions every day. But here's another just as important question I'd urge you to ask yourself. What do I need to be happy during retirement? During today's show, we're going to take a closer look at some of the lesser discussed elements that are, in my opinion, absolutely essential to a happy and fulfilling retirement. But before we jump into today's topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who contributes to my happiness in many ways including the fact that I beat him every year in fantasy football and I had Jacoby Bursett on Monday night (laughs) football. Not true. You don't beat me. Maybe, uh, you know, I I thought uh, I was going to do well this year because Drew Brees was my top pick. Oh, dude, he retired in 2020. (laughs) <laughs> I'm in that's why i'm in trouble no i've oh, yeah. i've actually been i have patrick mahomes as my quarterback this year oh, for my fantasy team so he's doing i've been doing pretty good in my league but i lost um i've I've lost two games and my second game i lost was uh last night i this past weekend uh, uh last yeah. Monday. yeah i'm i'm a cowboys fan and i had ezekiel elliott oh boy the Cowboys are a mess as far as fantasy football goes because their starters are up and down and yep. Uh, who, who's going to play? Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem this year. There's a lot of parody in the league. There's a lot of shuffling of players. Uh, right. It's, it's uh, a lot of people are struggling with fantasy football this year. Yeah. Yeah. What happens yeah. if your top running back on one team gets traded to a team that already has a top running back, they just need them for a playoff run. Right. Yeah. And they're now their second team. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, this is going to be a great topic. You've picked a good one, as always, Chris. You always <laughs> manage to pick a, a good topic. I mean, uh, having the money we need for retirement, that's essential. I know a lot of our listeners, that's very important. Nobody wants to run out of money in retirement. But, you know, you have to have a strategy, right? And that's what we talk about a lot on the show. Um, but 
you know, you want to be happy in retirement. So we're going to talk a bit about that. And happiness in retirement isn't always all about the money we have in retirement either. That, that's right, Tony. Uh, you need a strategy for your money and then you need a strategy for your happiness. Yeah. Happiness is not um, accidental, right? You've got that's to do right. things to make yourself happy. Yes. So uh, you don't have to be super wealthy to enjoy a truly rewarding retirement. So uh, there's a lot of data that even supports this notion. So there's an article um, at Purdue University that found that satisfaction tops out at an annual salary of about $95,000. While any good financial service professional will tell you it's essential to have a strategy that seeks to prevent you from outliving your money or facing disaster because of medical expenses is really important. It's just as important to develop habits that make you happy. Yeah. Happy habits. I like that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, oh, yeah. Habits for happiness. <laughs> it's right. almost like habitat for humanity, but habits for happiness. I, I get it. So what's yep. the first happiness habit you have for us? Uh, so it's good health, Tony. It's the thing that's most important to uh, every retiree. Makes a lot of sense, right? So after decades of hard work and prudent savings, you want to be able to enjoy your retirement. So here's the deal. It's never too late to improve your health. So people who become physically active uh, and careful with their diet, even later in life, exhibit significantly lower risk for things like heart disease. And they also have reduced uh, death rate compared to their peers. Wow. Um, so the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, suggests that uh, people have 150 to 300 minutes of moderately intense physical activity every week. Wow. I mean, if ever there was a good reason to take that long morning walk, right? Or get out and walk <laughs> the dog a couple of times a day and, uh, you know, take a brisk walk. And based on what you're saying there, yeah. it, it, from the sounds of it, so Tara's probably going to live forever at this point, right? I mean, that's what we're planning. Oh, my gosh. Her grandmother lived to be 93 so wow. that means her mom will live to 103. That means Tara's going to be 113. <laughs> Possibly. That's, well, that's I'm just talking about her healthy eating. <laughs> she has pretty healthy habits is what I'm saying. She does. She uh, makes sure she has her vegetables every day. Um, make good. sure she has a protein. Uh, yeah, you guys, I admire you guys. You guys get out there and you exercise, you walk, you do a lot yep. of outdoor activities and you eat right. You're an inspiration for me. And I think about you guys doing that every time I'm at the pizza buffet. <laughs> we, do, we do about an hour brisk walk every morning, even when it's wow. cold here in Colorado. So, wow. And that's and that's what the city wants people to do is, is do yeah. 7,500 steps a day in, in wow. a brisk way, right? Not just a stroll. You need to get what your heart, heart rate up a little bit, um, you know, lower your blood pressure slash it slashes a risk of dementia. Uh, it, it really improves your longevity and creativity. I'm only at 3000 steps about for today. So I better get going <laughs> if I'm going to hit, <laughs> I just checked my, my activity on my watch. And so I, I got to get going. Right. That's that's right. Uh, it's, it's hard when you're working. Because uh, yeah. you're like you're like me, you sit in front of the the t the not the TV screen, but the computer screen most of the yeah. day, uh, yeah. work, working on documents, working on things, and yeah, I'm in people. front of this guy right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's yeah. right. It's hard to move around when you got you're stuck to yeah. a microphone. Right. Um, hey, so the next critical habit 
is people should maintain strong social connections. Um, and I'm sure many of our listeners are already keenly aware social isolation during retirement is potentially very harmful to both your physical and your mental health. Mm. So in fact, the article that uh, I read highlights social isolation has been linked to increased rates of heart disease and stroke, mm. high rates of dementia, and more instances of anxiety and depression. Uh, See, but, this, but we're yeah, not going to have those one. things. <laughs> no, we're not going to have those things. And uh, and this is one where I, I agree so much. And I've seen this with different people. And I, I really believe in strong social connections. And that's why I do the show with you and Tara. I love it. I love yes. hanging out with you guys each week. And I seriously do. I mean that. And so I, I like my day. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, but, but that's okay. Um, I, I do love people and I love that social connection. I need that personally. And I think it is good for people. Um, obviously I also love, you know, kicking back on the balcony with a good book. Uh, I like to read a lot right. or I like to binge watch some TV once in a while, but you know, you want to spend a, an equal amount of time being active and in retirement, that probably means, spending time with the grandkids, taking them to parks, spending time with friends or volunteering, right? Yeah, volunteering is is the next key habit that I have for people is, is get out there and volunteer. That's a way to cr- create some social interaction. Uh, it's something you can get excited about. Um, right. You know, if you have something that you're scheduled to do in your volunteer work, now you, you've got something, a reason to get up out of bed and get out of the house and go do something. So whether it's give your time at a food bank, animal shelter, or some kind of charity fun run, or even at the grandkids elementary school, you can volunteer there. That way you're, you're part of your grandkids life in another way. There's a lot of great and rewarding opportunities waiting for you out there. Yeah, there are. I mean, uh, people love volunteering. There are so there's so much need. I mean, animal shelters, uh, dog rescues. We got our dog from a dog rescue and uh, there these animal rescues uh, that are popping up a lot, trying to do something with all these pets and unwanted animals. And they are always looking for volunteers. A lot of people, as they get older, like to volunteer at their church. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there. So uh, I think that's great. But we're a financial show, obviously. So tell us a bit about how, in your experience, Chris, uh, healthy retirement habits, like we've been talking about, exercising, eating well, avoiding isolation, how can they be part of a financial strategy then? Well, you're right, Tony. So first, we walk through people through their income strategies, uh, all, all the things that support a healthy retirement, like insurance. And, and other things uh, like managing your 401k correctly, how to spend your retirement dollars in the right order. Those kind of things are very important. Um, but the longer you maintain that good health, the better chances of maintaining enough cash and other assets provided with the freedom and flexibility uh, that will maintain your ideal retirement, your lifestyle, right? You want to have a, a, a robust lifestyle in retirement. That's, that's why we work so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. And I I think it's really important that listeners also work with somebody like yourself to develop these strategies and put a plan in place, put a plan together uh, for their finances and what they're going to do in retirement. How can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that no charge consultation? 
Well, they can visit our website at nolanfinancialpartners.com. Um, there's a place to sign up there. Or the, probably the best way is to call our office at 719-210-4242 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns about your retirement income. It's our goal to help you prepare for retirement. If you worked really, really hard for, that number is 719-210-4242. Um, if you mention the radio show, you'll get a complimentary consultation. All right, Chris, that's awesome. And you've been talking about, you know, maintaining good physical health, avoiding social social isolation as two key habits uh, that right. can make retirement more enjoyable and uh, a lot happier. Uh, what's another positive retirement habit you have for us? So uh, be to, to, look, having a purpose, right? You got to have something that you're doing for a reason. So you had this purpose while you were working, you had a long career in retirement, you had purpose with that. You're thinking that now I'm retired, I don't I don't need a purpose, I just want to go where the wind takes me. Um n- not really. That's really you need to have um a purpose will provide you with physical and emotional rewards. Um we talked about volunteering, avoiding social isolation. Um volunteering is a great great way to find purpose. Uh, in retirement. So a quick Google search will provide you with a long list of outstanding charity and nonprofits in your community. There's also a website called volunteermarch.org that allows you to search opportunities um, by city and categories like animals, arts, health, literacy, and much more to help you find that good place to volunteer. Yeah. And again, that's what we were talking about earlier, how important it is to volunteer. And I know from my own experience, Chris, that talented and dedicated volunteers are absolutely essential for nonprofits and charities. So there are a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, What do you have for us next? So the next thing is to keep your, your mind sharp. Well, how can we do that? Be a lifelong learner. It's a really good habit to have, um, Maybe it's uh, reading some things that you're not familiar with. That's not just fantasy fiction or, or uh, non, you know, nonfiction. Maybe read some biographies about people, things like that. Um, maybe continue some education. The community colleges have some things that you can do to help keep yourself uh, mentally sharp. They have classes specifically made for, for people that uh, just, just want to learn. They just want to learn things. Um, so keep your brain as active you, as you can. Challenge your brain with mental exercises is a, is a great way to activate the processes in your brain that help maintain individual brain cells and stimulate communication among them. Yeah, I've heard that's a good way to uh, help stave off Alzheimer's and dementia is doing brain exercises and stimulating. So, uh, the brain, uh, doing different things, you know, uh, crossword yeah. puzzles, reading, especially nonfiction, as you mentioned. Um, and I think that's great. Uh, obviously uh, lifelong learning is great and it's never, you're never too old to learn something new or to study. I know a lot of seniors, take a few college courses. Uh, my mom did that uh, as a senior. Yep. So that's really good. Um, so what are some ways out there to exercise the brain? Well, so yeah, you mentioned crossword puzzles. That's a great way. Oh, yeah. um, there's You can get involved at senior centers and check out local colleges. 
Uh, maybe even your school district's uh, community education department has some great uh, resources out there. Um, maybe it's, uh, it's some kind of some kind of game that stimulates uh, your thought processes and and how you think. Right? It's not it's not the Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. It's it's more on the lines of Wordle and and uh, Scrabble. Scrabble. Yeah, that's Scrabble what games. I was gonna. Those are the first two I was thinking of: Scrabble yeah. and Wordle. Things that make you put two, one and two together. Yeah. Uh, not just mind numbing. Uh, Wait, I was told there would be no math, Chris. I was told there. Come on. One and two is three. That's, that's all the math you're getting. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, the National Institute on Aging's website, oh, right. mm -hmm. they have a list of activities that can provide retirees with learning opportunities, right? That, that's right. And um, so that it's a great way to find some things is go out and do, do some web searching. Um, the other thing, the next habit we want to talk about is being an optimist. Okay. Oh, so it's a really healthy habit that may help you fuel a happy retirement. You know, the glass is always half full. Okay. It's not half empty. Kiplinger, uh, the, the article I read, uh, talked about an optimistic attitude has been shown to lower your odds of developing cardiovascular disease and other chronic illnesses. Who, who thought being an optimist would actually help your, your health? Well, guess who thinks that? Uh, doctors think that. So there's a, a Academy of Sciences study that found that optimistic people live longer. So, in oh. fact, optimistic women have a 50% higher chance of making it to 85. And optimistic men have a 70% greater chance of hitting that age milestone, which is above the actuary tables. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. it's interesting to hear those stats. I mean, uh, but it's not something you can develop, right? I mean, either you're an optimist or you're not. Uh, you, you can train yourself, you know, Tony, it's, huh. it's, it's something that you can learn. Okay. Right. I've learned how to be an optimist. I grew up in Oklahoma, uh, with, uh, you know, you know, middle income family and things I felt like we couldn't do. Right. So there was always a half empty around. Mm. Um, now I've, I've kind of changed my mindset about that and I've tried to develop good, good habits. So there's a lot of uh, simple exercises like reframing a situation in a more positive way, then it can help you be more optimistic. Uh, oh, you can cool. slowly rewire your brain to be optimistic. It's something you can learn. I stand corrected, Chris. Thanks. <laughs> so there is hope for me. Yes, there is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try the reframing trick to reframe things and rewire my brain. That's a good idea. Although I've, I'm an optimist. I've always been more of an optimist than a pessimist, but um, I think that's good. So what's next? Uh, so the next thing that's very similar to optimism, it's being grateful. It's a, it's a powerful habit that may make your overall life happy. Study mm -hmm. highlighted in the article notes that people who took time to acknowledge their blessings had a more positive outlook in life in general reported fewer problems and were more likely to help others. Wow. So optimism and gratitude, they go hand in hand. I think those are great uh, attributes to have. Uh, and I think that's great. I like it. Yeah. Um, I recently purchased um, 
a, a book that helps me and it's a, it's five minutes, uh, gratitude journal. So it helps you, uh, get things, write your gratitude down so oh. that you're, you're, you're thankful for what's happening. Right. So it's, it's a really good way to show that way, uh, treat, to treat your, treat your, excuse me, to teach your brain how to be grateful. Oh, you only write down grateful things. You don't write, write down the problems. You write how that problem helped you get to a solution. Right. So, so it's uh writing down something grateful. Is that every day? Like a daily? It's a, it's a daily habit, but so, you, only to, you only have to write down like five things a day. Sure. Sure. So it's not a hard thing. It's not, right. it's not, it's not, a, it's not homework. So, so you, you write something, you each day you write down something you're grateful for. So I assume right. that tomorrow, if uh, tomorrow, if we went back and looked at your entry that you're going to write today, it'll say, I am grateful <laughs> for Tony Shore and his friendship uh, yes. on the, ra- and the radio show. That That's right. I'm very grateful for Tony Shore. I'm grateful the sun came up. I'm grateful for blue skies and and the warm sun on my shoulders. Yeah, that all sounds like something you'd write, except for the Tony Shore part, maybe. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you'd remember to work me in there or not. <laughs> Just in my dreams, that's what that's in in my dreams every day is like I appreciate Tony Shore in Chris's book. <laughs> well, so, my point, my point is they can be simple things. It doesn't have to be, it's not cosmic. It's not hard. Sure. Just think. Oh, of that's a good simple. point. I like the idea of Don't, journaling every day too, yes. uh, about something you're grateful for that would help rewire you to be more of an optimist and more grateful. So that's good. What's yeah. another healthy habit you have for us? So here's a healthy habit that I really love. And, and I have a couple of these get a pet. So oh yeah. Science shows that a loyal pup provides some very real health benefits to your human body. Older people who walk their dog at least once a day get 20% more activity than people without a dog. Research has also shown that dogs may help ease suffering from cognitive decline, that owning the dog may even boost a person's longevity. So if you're not in a position to uh, have a dog, cats and birds are maybe a lower maintenance options. I have three horses. They are not lower maintenance options. <laughs> no, <laughs> we've heard Tara, we've heard uh, Tara tell some stories about taking care of the horses before, and uh, they're a lot of work. They're a lot of work, and, and they have attitudes and they have personalities that uh, we interact with, and, and so they're fun. Um, oh, horses are great. Yeah, we we have a cat, um, so the cat kind of runs the household, and then reminds us when. It, the horses are hungry too. She will go to the door, say, Hey, the horses need to be fed. Get, get out, get outside. Come on. And the cat will drag us outside. We'll go go feed the horses. So uh, that having that interaction is, is a really good thing. That's uh, I love pets. We have a dog and three cats. And over the years with the kids, we've had uh, a couple of uh, guinea pigs as well. So, oh, and a rabbit. I, I almost forgot about the uh, Donald, the rabbit. So <laughs> <laughs> we had an orange Great. rabbit na- and, and we had an orange rabbit with orange fur and his name was Donald. And that's awesome. Um, yeah, he was super special. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, I grew up on a farm, as you know, with lots of animals. My parents had donkeys, goats, llamas, horses, chickens. Um, at right. one point on the farm when I was really little were cattle and hogs too. And they could be fun too, as, uh, as pets and, and fun to have around. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a big animal lover, a big proponent of that. I think, yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, and so it, I- I want to mention something though. There's not everybody has that opportunity. You know, some people live in places where they can't have a pet or something. Well, there's, there's some organizations that have therapy dogs. You can call these organizations and they'll bring by the dog for a few hours. So you can interact with, with an animal. And so, so there's a way if, even if you don't want to own an animal and take on that care, there's a way that you can still have that interaction without having to, you know, manage the care for an animal, sure. uh, but there's ways to do that. Yeah. I know that, um, at my daughter's college, uh, and at the, and at the assisted living, uh, home where my mother-in-law live in both of those places, they bring in the support animals yes. for an afternoon and people can do, go down and pet them and hang out with them. And my daughter sent me a picture from her college and said right. they brought us they brought support animals animals by and she had a few a dog with a bunch of kids around it and it's licking faces and letting people pet it and people are great and then she That's swung awesome. over she swung over and there's this huge fat cat just laying there <laughs> and I'm like, that's a support animal that's going to help somebody with anxiety. It just looked crabby. And uh, when people would try to touch it, its ears would go. <laughs> they, <laughs> I'm they, like, they might want to rethink that cat, that big fat crabby cat as a support animal. <laughs> but uh, I love, that's what I actually love about cats is their attitude and how funny they are. <laughs> we sit there and just laugh at our cats and because oh, they'll look funny. at us, they'll come up to us and, uh, put their ears back and look at us and their tail switch. And you just know they're thinking about right. plotting ways to kill you in your sleep. I mean, that's <laughs> basically. <laughs> so I, I, I heard a comedian talk about how dogs love you. And, it, and if, if you happen to die near a dog, the dog will just lay down and, and uh, right. lament your passing, right? That's yeah. what a dog does. If yeah. you die in your home alone, the cat starts to eat you. That's what they do. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't are, surprise me. <laughs> they are pre- they're still predators and yep. they, they just are, they allow us to live with them. Uh, but it's been a great show. We're out of time. Chris oh, it flew by. Give sure us that did. phone number and web address one more time. Yeah, Tony, uh, call us at 719-210-4242. Give us a call. You're if you're one of the first 20 callers, we give a complimentary consultation for our radio show. So give us a call either today or, or on Monday, um, and we'll give you that complimentary consultation. Visit us online at our website. It's really pretty. It's Nolan Financial, or excuse me, NolanFinancialPartners.com. And you can find our radio page there so you can check out previous shows, so you can check out uh, some of the, the topics that you might be interested in, you can put it on your podcast device and listen to uh, our radio on podcast. All right. That sounds great, Chris. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Join us next time for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. 
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.